Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Well, hey, church. Good to be back with you today. Um, last time we read in Acts 13, we were reading about how Saul and Barnabas were basically just preaching the Word of God and seeing heaps and heaps of people saved. And then today we're into Acts 14 and we see that continuing. But one thing I just want to make note, which is just an interesting fact, is um, Saul is now referred to as Paul. They don't really talk about the name change, but he goes from Saul, which was the worst part of who he was, to Paul which is the best part of who he was and who God created him to be. So why don't we jump into Acts 14, verse 1. When Barnabas and Paul arrived in Iconium, the same thing happened there. They went, as they always did, to the synagogue and preached to the people with such power that a large crowd of both Jews and non-Jews believed. Some of the Jews refused to believe, and they began to poison the minds of the non-Jews to discredit the believers. Yet Paul and Barnabas stayed there for a long time, preaching boldly and fearlessly about the Lord. Many trusted in the Lord, for he had backed up his message of grace with miracle signs and wonders performed by the apostles. The people of the city were split over this issue. Some sided with the apostles and others with the Jews who refused to believe. Eventually the opposition factions came together with their leaders devising a plot to harm Paul and Barnabas and stone them to death. When the apostles learn about this, they escape to the region of Laconia, to the city of Lystra and Derb, and to the nearby villages. And they continued to preach the hope of the gospel. In Lystra, Paul and Barnabas encountered a man who from birth had never walked, for he was crippled in his feet. He listened carefully to Paul and his preaching. All of a sudden, Paul discerned that this man had faith in his heart to be healed. So he shouted, You in the name of the Lord Jesus, stand up to your feet. The man instantly jumped to his feet, stood for the first time in his life and walked. When the crowd saw the miracle Paul had done, they shouted in their own languages, The gods have come down to us as a man. They addressed Barnabas as Zeus and Paul as Hermes because he was a spokesman. Now outside of the city stood the temple of Zeus. The priests of the temple, in order to honour Paul and Barnabas, bought bulls with wreaths of flowers draped on them to the gates of the courtyard where they were staying. The crowds clamoured to offer themselves as sacrifices to the apostles. He even bought flowers of wreaths as crowns to place on their heads. When the apostles understood what was happening, they were mortified and tore their clothes as a sign of dismay. They rushed into the crowd shouting, People, what are you doing? We're only weak human beings like everyone else. This is why we've come to tell you the good news, so that you would turn away from those worthless myths and turn to the living God. He is the creator of all things, the earth, the heavens, the sea, and everything they contain. In previous generations, he allowed the nations to pursue their own ways, yet he has never left himself without clear evidence of his goodness. For he blesses us with the rain from the heavens and the seasons of fruitful harvest, and he nourishes us with food to meet our needs. He satisfies our hearts, and a euphoria fills our hearts. Even after saying these things, they were barely able to restrain the people from offering sacrifices to them. Some of the Jews who had opposed Paul and Barnabas in Antioch and Iconium arrived and stirred up the crowds against them. And they stoned Paul and dragged his body outside the city and left him for dead. When the believers encircled Paul's body, he miraculously stood up, and Paul stood immediately, went back into the city. 
and the next day he left with Barnabas for Derb. After preaching the wonderful news of the gospel there and winning a large number of followers to Jesus, they retraced their steps and revisited Lystra, Iconium and Antioch. At each place they went, they strengthened the lives of the believers and encouraged them to go deeper in their faith. And they taught them, it's necessary for us to enter into the realm of God's kingdom because that's the only way we will endure our many trials and persecutions. I think we might leave it there at verse 22. You can quickly finish off that chapter if you like. A few things that I want to make note of is how the power of the gospel can change so much. And we see how it changes for, for the individuals hearing it. You know, there's there's a man that was crippled and, and he's told, stand up and walk, and he does, and it's an amazing story. But not only is it powerful for the people that are hearing it, and maybe for the first time or the hundredth time, it's so powerful, the people preaching it. And so we have here Paul fearlessly preaching the gospel, and you read this Like It's just a line that almost just gets tucked in at the back of verse 19. It says, They stoned Paul and dragged his body outside the city and left him for dead. But then what's the most amazing part of that is that it says that Paul stood up immediately and went back into the city. So here we have this guy that was doing the exact same thing, killing people for believing in Jesus. He has a radical encounter with Jesus. And then he's going around all sorts of places preaching about him so um, passionately that the Jews tried to kill him. They stoned him. They left him for dead. They basically did kill him. But he was so won by the power and the love of Jesus that it didn't stop him. He got back up and he went back in to keep preaching the gospel. That is the power of Jesus. That is the power of the gospel. It is good for those that hear it for the first time and it is good for those who preach it if it gets into your heart and it permeates and changes your life. How about we pray? Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have given us your word. But more than that, you have lived the gospel. You came, you lived, you died, and you rose again. And I pray, God, that we would get that same passion that Paul has, that stands up against injustice, that stands up against people, you know, saying mean things about us, coming against us. But we are fearlessly proud to believe in you and proclaim who you are and what you've done in our lives and what you can do in other people's lives. So Lord, may your word bless us today, may it encourage us, and may it also challenge us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.